Welcome back to Option 5. My name is George Brooks, and today Dan and I got a chance to talk with Amy Schweppe. She is a senior product designer and a product owner at Payit. And Payit's goal or purpose is really that they're trying to simplify government by giving citizens a space to access and pay for their services. Amazing. A really big challenge to solve, and they're going after it. They're based here in Kansas City. And we have crossed paths many times with Payet and love what they're trying to do. Amy has been um, in the industry for a while now, uh, previously in-house, similar to her Payet role, but not necessarily in a startup um, at a place like Garmin here in Kansas City, and then even in the agency world as well. So she has a breadth of experience of what it means to be a, a designer, a product designer, but now we're starting to add this new title of product owner to her role. There were so many good things that came out of the conversation with Amy um, from talking about design systems and how they use them across their teams to talking about how they think about quality assurance and uh, making sure that they're doing things on time and the fact that they are really going after a big industry that traditionally moves very slowly. And so while they have a captive audience, their users have to interact with the government They don't want to take that for granted. They really want to create an experience that's great for their users. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So let's just jump right in. My name is Amy Schweppe, and I'm currently a product, uh, senior product designer as well as product owner at Payit. And I've spent my career in uh, doing product development, uh, started as a user experience designer and have kind of bounced around uh, in-house corporate product development, did some agency work and really decided after agency that I really wanted to be working on my own things and Mm -hmm. get back into the product development world and try and make an impact. So it's what I enjoy doing. Very cool. How's that switch been getting back into working on a product versus agency? It's been, it's been fantastic. And it's, it's interesting having the career trajectory of six years in corporate life at Garmin Mm -hmm. and then doing agency back when nerdery was around. And then this is my first venture into startup life. The startup life. You know, it's kind of exactly what they say it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a reason the stereotypes exist. Yes, That's exactly. Right. Totally. Fast and tiring. Uh, yep. But what I wanted to happen was that I, I wanted to, I felt in my last position that I had ideas and things that I wanted to do. And it's so hard when you're not the client. Mm-hmm. It's not your product to be able to do those things. So I wanted to go to a place where I could make an impact and bring some knowledge yeah. and and make things happen. Mm. That is a huge difference. I mean, we're definitely more on the kind of service side, the agency side, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. And there's pros and cons to that. You you do Absolutely. get variety, which is awesome. We kind right. of get to switch up what we're working on and get to see different uh, aspects. Mm-hmm. But you don't always get that like strong ownership to say like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can influence that. The agency world was great for me because I got to be a sponge and, right. and just absorb yeah. so many things in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could... I mean, the exposure you don't get in an in-house environment. So that was just uh, totally invaluable. I wouldn't probably have been able to springboard if I hadn't had that Mm -hmm. agency experience. Okay, so you have two titles technically. I do. I have a slash. <laughs> yes, a little slash. I, I think we've we've had slashes in the past. Yeah. Slashes exist. Yeah, I you know. It. You just roll with it. it. Yeah. Um, so senior product designer and product owner. Uh, what does your day look like? What is mm-hmm. what does it look like to be in those two roles? Yeah, so uh, 
uh, I am on the product team, so it's kind of the easiest way to be like, hey, where's Amy? She's over in the product area. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so we have a director of product that um, oversees all things um, product and design at Payette. And so uh, it's really interesting. This is my first time being a product owner. And mm-hmm. so I do manage a development team and I nice. kind of the scrum master role, but also uh, I'm designing <laughs> the stuff that they're building. Yeah. Uh, it's, I kind of have this line that I say to clients and I'm just like, everybody in the room is going to roll their eyes at me when I say out loud that I feel like I have the best job mm. in the organization because I'm right in the middle mm-hmm. and I get to talk to the client and I get to do my user experience background and get the requirements and figure out what their problems are and solve some problems and design a solution. Yeah. Then... I get to go to the developers and I say, hey, this is what we're going to build. Because I designed it. Because I designed way. it. Oh, yeah. I know how it works. I yeah. can answer questions. I can tell them if something's okay or not to make it, you know, a conversation. I want it to be easy for them to build and mm-hmm. still meet what it needs to do. Of course, yeah. But then I get an approval column at the end of the day too. So right, say, right. It's exactly how I wanted it, I how want. I designed yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't get used to have that just as a designer. Right. Is this your first time as a product owner? It is. Okay. Yes, it is. And that's actually kind of something that I saw myself doing. And mm-hmm. so just kind of the opportunity came around where we, we saw an opening that the product team could fill. Yeah. And so here we are. How are your product teams structured? I know Payet's grown and they're growing. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Which yes. is exciting. Um, how are how are teams set up there both? Um, so so we've, we've seen companies do it different ways. Either it might be part of user journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might have like the onboarding team and then the customer success team and the, you know, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Or it might be uh, product focused if you have a suite of products. So mm-hmm. right. this team's own this product uh, or it could be feature focused. How, how are your teams set up from a, focus Mm -hmm. and then also how are they structured from like the roles that are on each team sure so we're mostly product focused and then we have kind of a core team that does some of the features that are consumed by all the product teams so we're do we're working with different government organizations and providing services Mm -hmm. so um there's a property tax team Mm -hmm. there's a courts and citations team Gotcha. Uh, health and environment, uh, DMV is huge. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where you got started. That's is, where as we far got started. That was customer base. Yes, right? that was the the pay it dream. Huge was problem why, to solve. Why am I standing in this line at the DMV? I remember right. the pitch. That's exactly <laughs> yep. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're we're split into into our different product verticals, mm-hmm. and I personally manage uh, the health and environment team. Oh, okay. Um, and then the courts and citations. So health and environment is doing a lot of. Um, uh, professional licensing and um, uh, vital records. So oh, if you need to get a okay. birth certificate, in I had no Kansas, idea you guys were okay. in so many you, you different spaces. Now I've That's had to do that before. I mean, it's easy to lose that original document. I tell oh, you. Oh yeah, I don't know where mine <laughs> is. Like, yeah, it's like you call home and like, hey mom, do you, do you have the mm-hmm. you know the birth certificate? And it's like, oh, I thought you had it. Before you or know it, you're ordering a new one. You get yeah. married and change your yeah, name, and exactly. everybody needs proof. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess I, that's I, a big I'll be honest. Yeah. My wife does most of that. I'm I'm the worst. <laughs> I remember that, that was a painful well, process. You can help her out. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we, now I have resources for that. Mm-hmm. So what does each team set up? How are they set up? Like what are the roles that are on them? How are they structured? So we have so most of our designers are hybrid product owners. And we are hiring some, getting some just visual design staff. So, yeah. and some people are just product designers too. But so all the designs are coming from 
the product owner team, just the way oh, we that's have a cool that hybrid. Structure. I've heard of this happening before and yeah. I think it's kind of cool. I, I enjoy the role. So, so you've got that, um, that role. And then, uh, I guess before it gets to design, we're talking about our client management and client mm-hmm. ops team. And so they're, uh, on the ground setting up meetings with clients and getting requirements, um, and kind of going through the design phase and, and iterating with the clients mm-hmm. before we start development. Yep. So as far as your workflow mm-hmm. and then get back to the team, uh, what percentage would you say are you kind of wearing the product owner hat versus the product design? Like how much design oh, do you still get to do? Product owner seems to take over quite a bit. It does. Sure. It's a it lot of work. It really does. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm very much like, I need to know what's happening. I, yeah. I can't, I can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I try to be a good product owner and, and be available and, right. and, it's like, you know, if I maybe didn't have time to get the design documentation to where I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. I'm still making sure that the, it comes through in the right. final development. So I kind of have a chance. Sure, to, yeah. yeah. It kind of makes that a little easier. Whereas if I were, you know, an agency and doing my design mocks, those need to be nice and squeaky clean yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. client There's ready. a little more flexibility because you're not having to kind of show off at yeah, the same time. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, I'm kind of curious. So, so you've got developers, um, the product owner, how, how much are things I'm just throwing out some other terms that we might have like test engineers or, um, you, so you don't, you don't have necessarily a product manager as well. The product owner kind of acts as that. And, and it's funny because you'll, we've hired a lot of people whose title at their past job was product manager. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it's really the same thing. Yeah. 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 And you can consolidate that because you guys are focused and that's, that Mm -hmm. works. Okay. Exactly. Um, Awesome. What uh, for, now? I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot back to the design. As a design, my background's in design. Okay. So um, Crema kind of started first as user experience, user mm-hmm. interface agency. We mm-hmm. now have more devs on staff than anything else. But I I love this idea of like the hybrid product owner um, mm-hmm. uh, designer because that's kind of what I accidentally yeah. became um, <laughs> as I was like the clients just working with the clients. Um, what's your workflow as far as the way the way that you do your design? Um, is it do you guys have a design system that you share across mm-hmm. the whole organization? Are there things you adhere to across designers? Um, yeah, maybe you can talk a little bit about sure. how, that, how that looks. Uh, we do have a design system and um, it's it's pretty well set up that you kind of know what, what the standards are. Good. Um, we So a lot of our products, new, new services that we'll offer will roll up into an existing uh, app. So take ICANN. Yep. That's our app for the state of Kansas. And so let's say we onboard a new government department, that's going to be part of ICANN. Got and it. So it kind Got of it. has that language, but then it, brand new service, those will kind of follow mm-hmm. the same patterns. Um, as we've grown, we've increased our design staff and we're kind of at this position now where we can start to take a look at Okay, mm-hmm. we can make some improvements on the design side. Uh, just visual design refreshes, um, mm-hmm. usability refreshes, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That are so difficult to tackle when you're really just building and building yeah. and and. Uh, startups. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because you just have to move so fast. You get so much debt, whether it's design debt or technical debt or product management debt. Or right. Whatever. Exactly. And I think most of the decisions we've that have been made in in the past have really got us to a. Uh, a place where they're they're doing what they need to do. There's you know Good. nothing's really breaking the user experience or anything like that, and so we're able to go in kind of at a measured pace and think about Good, how yeah. we want to approach some some new changes. 
how much do you um, how much do you test with customers in your design phase? We do we do um, a lot of testing with the government agencies, and then some ad hoc testing with citizens yeah, as sure. we can. Sure, it's a little bit challenging um, sometimes to find somebody who. Uh, because the user experience is pretty similar. Yeah. It's yeah, we're, yeah. we're kind of using this chat bot. Uh-huh. And so most of the usability issues are worked out there. So it's a lot of like, did we satisfy this uh, person's expectations when they're applying for their driver's yep, license? Yep. So you kind of need to find somebody applying for their driver's license. Yeah, so right. we hang out in DMVs. <laughs> it is such a fun place <laughs> that to is be. so exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, people laugh because they'll be like, oh, your, your registration is due. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you all the questions. I'm so excited. (laughs) No one's ever said that ever. So part of your role as a product owner is keeping both uh, your team that you're leading and managing uh, aligned internally, but also aligned with the customer. Absolutely. And you mentioned earlier, it's a startup. It meets up to the stereotype. You're moving (laughs) fast. You're breaking things. How have you, what are some tips and tricks or how, what's the philosophy you've taken to move fast and lead your team working where your primary customer is the government. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just fascinated by that. Government or people that have to interact with the government. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, the biggest thing, and one of the things that I absolutely love about Pay It, and they've been so successful at, is the collaboration between designers and developers. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I mean, every you know, everywhere you're talking about how can we get our designers and developers working together more closely mm-hmm. and, and I really feel like it's it's happening so successfully. And partially my position as a product owner, I have I'm with them every day. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I think there was a moment where I was just like, man, these guys are smart. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to build good products too. Mm-hmm. Especially if you take the time to explain to them why we're building something and mm-hmm. what we're trying to solve. Really getting their buy-in, mm-hmm. not just like go build this thing because mm-hmm. I said so. Right. Right. <laughs> but th- what we're trying to do this thing, and isn't it cool that this, you know, citizen's life is gonna be so much better now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once you really just get everybody on board with this thing that you're trying to build then you're building it together and so then it's like i don't have to solve all these problems on my own Mm -hmm. uh we're all solving them together and one of the things that i kind of have as one of my personal mantras towards developers is that i'm i'm here to make your job easier Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not your enemy (laughs) right you know i'm not here to wave my beret around and and be a designer uh you know we're I'm I'm wanting to make design things that you can build in the smartest way possible. Let's mm-hmm. be strategic. And mm-hmm. so once they're like, oh man, yeah, that, like, it's We're, like a great. We don't have to fight. We don't have to fight. <laughs> we yeah, can right, yeah, yeah we can work on something really cool together. And so uh, it just cuts down on time to where I'm not having to think of all the answers, yeah. and they're coming to me with brilliant ideas and. Sometimes they're like, yeah, I can go turn this on now. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Like, Let's do that. <laughs> right. How big is the team now? I guess from a, um, you, generally speaking, um, how big is the, the organization? Holy cow. Uh, it's hard to keep track of. I, I feel like the last number I heard was 80 people, yeah. but it could be mm-hmm. possibly more than that. That's yeah. crazy. It's it's where's your growth. office now? You used to be Across down. Across the street. I was going to say, I didn't know if you guys had yeah. moved, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're the big blue sign right. on Broadway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a great spot. Okay. Um, so what are some of the biggest when you, I mean, you're definitely doing things uh, very much in line with kind of how we think, right? Which Mm -hmm. we believe that 
um, cross-discipline teams, small teams, focused teams, working through iterative uh, sprints of work, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, whether you want to call that agile or lean or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, they get the big, best outcomes, right? But what are some challenges that you run up against? What are some things that you go, oh yeah, but this still happens and we have to work through it? What's- sure. I think we uh, we probably end up maybe being a little overconfident sometimes. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think our right now one of the things we're trying to improve is how can we be uh, doling out less punishment on Thursdays and Fridays to our QA team. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. There's a poor QA oh, that has to I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's always like, you want me to test this right now? Like, right. I, I, we, we want to release this afternoon, but right. I've just got it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're really kind of trying to be better and that's a little bit, you know, maybe more, um, how can we be looking at people independently Mm. with what, what, what problem are you solving? What are your challenges? You know, Mm -hmm. how can the team help you move this forward? Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so I think really understanding the problems individuals are trying to solve. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think what you said there is is key of uh, coming at it as a team because what we found from a quality assurance, and this was eye-opening to me when one of our our senior test engineer gave a presentation earlier this year is that we as a company are a QA company. Mm -hmm. Like we are a quality assurance team, so everyone has a role in doing quality assurance. So like you said, take a look at the individual, but also realizing that this individual's work is our work. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're testing, they're running. I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing the technical side of it. They're looking, they're doing the acceptance testing, they're functional testing, but quality assurance is everyone's responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We kind of, um, we got rid of not, it kind of happened at the same time. We got rid of like titles like UX. Um, and really we got rid of the title of quality assurance because, yep. uh, because of that, because like UX is the role of everyone, right? Everyone should be yep. striving towards creating an incredible UX and everyone should try to striving towards creating quality. Mm-hmm. Um, then we kind of changed that towards now we have product designers and we have, you know, test engineers right. because that's kind of specifically what you need to be doing in that role. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. I think that's, that's a great way of thinking of it. And I've always seen the test or QA engineers as being one of the best allies yeah. to, to yeah. the user experience designers, Without the product question. team. Yep. They usually have an eye. They could be dangerous. They've really yeah. got, you know, yeah. Uh, and they sometimes are the ones that people butt head with because yeah. it's like, oh, that's not a big deal. Just yeah. let it happen. They're like, well, but you I, you pay me to check things, right? Because a lot of times they're yep. not just reporting what's functionally wrong. They'll say, this is not a good this user is, this experience. This is weird. Yeah. 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 You yeah. need to fix this. <laughs> is yeah. this supposed to do that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I love having somebody check my work. Yeah. Why well, not? and for what you guys are focused on, there's probably a big piece of accessibility as well. How much is that... Because um, yeah. government requirements now, oh, yeah. oh gosh, I mean, what Domino's just went mm-hmm. through a lawsuit yeah. over mm-hmm. Domino over a pizza delivery, right? right. Oh, no. How much of that goes into what you guys have to think about when you're when you're designing your experiences? Um, we're lucky in that because our design system is pretty solid. Yeah, we're not usually having to introduce new things that pose new accessibility challenges. Good, yeah. Um, so we're you know we're what I guess. Double, triple A, yeah. compliant. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Because um, it was kind of figured out before I came on. But um, it is a, it is definitely a concern. Um, and actually, I think one of the things that we think about a lot is um, being equitable and how mm-hmm. 
being aware of how people access um, our apps and yeah. our products. Um, so we we do build apps, but we also have everything fully mobile web optimized yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we know people are going to be um, going to the library and looking this up on their computer or they don't have a fast smartphone. Mm -hmm. yep. This is really a full cross-section of society that's going to be using this. Um, one of the other things is the language we use, and we oh, try yeah. not to be overly legal. Um, sometimes, How do you a, make it human? Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Right. It, and it's funny because we kind of walk this line between sometimes being maybe a little too cheeky, <laughs> but then on the other right. hand, sometimes we're kind of pushed from people in the government area to be a little bit too legal. Right. And so we're always kind of having to refine the way that mm -hmm. we present our our you know conversations to come and speak i feel exactly. like that's just a yeah. what a gift mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. someone who's either renewing yeah. their driver's license or paying property tax or purchasing uh, you know paying for an llc for the first time as an entrepreneur yeah. just ha having that common speak everyone not, benefits because the mo oh, yeah no joke because the first time you read you know whether it's a service agreement or terms and condition it's kind of like what in the world are they saying yeah, yeah. You know? I read this five times. And <laughs> I still, don't, I still know. don't know what they're saying. This <laughs> yeah. looks like the biggest run-on yeah. sentence in the world. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a um, this idea of microcopy is being such a strong piece of UX. Um, so I could imagine that tension between how to write these these mm -hmm. you know human related um, mm -hmm. uh, content and then also having the government come back and say no, but it really mm -hmm. need, has to say this and we can't publish unless, it, you know, that that would be an interesting tension to live in. Um, mm -hmm. It is. And we try to do some things where, um, so, you know, actually looking at like the GDPR, the yeah. Um, yeah. privacy guidelines and how um, there has to be a layman's version of things. Mm -hmm. uh, so we kind of try to do the same thing. Let's Let's say it the way we want to say it, but here's this help bubble or this... Mm -hmm checklist of legal items yep. that's going to say what is mandatory to say, but we'll also tell you what we mean. Here's what we've, this really means. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. legally checked the box. That yeah. you, you can yeah. see it if you need yeah. to. Yeah, we'll cover all our bases. That's smart. Um, okay, so you've been in the industry for a while now mm -hmm. um, through Garmin and through the Nerdery and through Now Pay It um, and others. What's what are kind of maybe a couple takeaways? Is you're you're talking to other designers that are maybe getting into the space now, other product owners. Um, what would be the thing that you would say? This is what you should be paying attention to. Uh, a couple takeaways that they can apply to their they're getting into the space, or maybe even the fact they're already in it mm -hmm. and they're struggling to do it well. Mm -hmm. um, what's some some help that you would give? Uh, I would say being a good communicator. Mm -hmm. I th I think. To me, that's the role of design is being a good communicator. Yeah. And so what that means is with your customers, your clients, uh, sometimes our requests can seem silly or you don't fully understand why, but if you can listen and and ask questions, yeah. then if you could be brought along to where what pain that that customer is feeling, yeah. then it makes their their issues a lot more tangible. And especially if you're if you're doing a lot of you know user interviews, that's essential to um, you know designing a good a good product. So just being a really good communicator and being a listener, mm -hmm. and then if you're able to uh, 
then communicate those things that you've heard back through designs yeah, or, yeah. you know, a lot of times design is product is in the realm of helping out write requirements. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's massively important. Not everybody loves doing that, but, uh, it's showing that you, you so listened true. and you, you're able to repeat back what, what the customer really wants. And yeah. so once you have those things down, then, then you can go share that and mm-hmm. evangelize on behalf mm-hmm. of, of the customer. Yeah. That's really good. I think that one of the things that we, um, our product owners, strategists, et cetera, we've always struggled to say, you know, when it comes down to it, we have to, we have to describe this, mm-hmm. um, whether mm-hmm. it's through visual design, like you said, mm-hmm. um, or through a user story, you know, um, that's fine. Either mm-hmm. way, this has to be mm-hmm. put down in an artifact where we can share it. We can mm-hmm. all say thumbs up. We all agree. And let's move forward because yep. um, mm-hmm. otherwise, if you don't have that shared understanding, everyone will go in a different direction mm-hmm. and nothing will get done. Right. Right. Um, what are some maybe um, ceremonies or processes that you guys use that you go, these are just key to the success of us moving things forward? Um, I think we're figuring that out a little bit. There's some things that work really well. We've been growing so much that yeah. we've, we've, we're just having a lot of change that we're having sure, to deal with. Sure. But it's kind of nice because it invites a lot of process conversations. Yeah. Why do we do it this way? <laughs> yeah. Why, right. why wouldn't you do it the way that my old company did, mm-hmm. says every 30 people. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yes. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so one of the things we've had to start doing is uh, before we do our backlog refinement, having to sit down with just the team leads mm. and kind of pre-groom or pre-refine mm-hmm. before we bring the whole team in. Yeah. Um, so that's made a big difference instead of everybody. People still have to sit through some long grooming meetings, but they're a lot shorter. As much as they may or may right. not want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we'd like to figure out how to make that more efficient. But yeah. one of the things that's really helped us is to just utilize the team leads a lot mm-hmm. and, and get their understanding um, I'm not a technical person, so sure, sure. I need a developer to tell me, you know, what backend. Yeah, we can't do that. Java right. tasks. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So right. I won't. I won't know those things. So I lean on the developers a lot to, where I can explain to them, here's the vision, here's my user story. Right. What do we got to do to make mm-hmm. this happen? Here's mm-hmm. some mock-ups. I think the great thing about that, though, and we kind of do something similar where we call them backlog, backlog grooming mm-hmm. meetings, and we do that with our client. So our client, we kind of treat them as the product owner. Yes. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do our backlog grooming with the client one-on-one, usually with a product manager or a product strategist, um, which is our, our roles that kind of operate in that way. Get things prioritized for like, what's the outcome we need to achieve right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next you know, problem we really need to solve. Then when we all get together for either our actual um, sprint planning meetings or our milestone planning meetings, then it's the whole team. Mm -hmm. Then we're going, well, this is going to be really hard or there's a dependency Mm -hmm. here or you need to describe it a different way because I don't get what you're talking about. Um, Or we, that's a, you know, we do story point estimation. So that's a 21. So we totally have to break that down into some smaller tasks. Um, That can all happen we don't waste everybody's time with the prioritizing everything with everybody in the room. Yep. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, so we always love to talk about how we think people should be continuing to learn and get better at their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, here at Crema, and we've talked about this in season one, we have our product teams, which are cross-discipline teams, but 
oftentimes what can happen is you get isolated. So you as a designer and a product owner, primarily you're focused on taking your product forward. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to take time to find how do you become better at product design and product ownership? Um, do you have any resources or places you go or inspiration you go seeking out that you, you use to, to get better at your own craft? You know, uh, I have trouble. I'm one of these people will sit down and I'll say, I need to, this, this, thing product owner you know process isn't working and then i'll google it <laughs> ah that's perfect uh, yep. and then i just get Find totally all the answers on and the i've got the answers yep. and i solve it and we're done <laughs> ah, that's great <laughs> success honestly i think that's that's a simple very straightforward mm-hmm. um, yep. I, I i've heard somebody say the best developers are the best people at using google uh-huh they're um, really good yeah. at research just good at searching mm-hmm. i don't know i i think that i i do honestly struggle because then i i go i go down rabbit holes so yeah. uh Back to the everybody has some process that they use at the place that yeah, they worked at yeah. before. I think what I've gotten really good at doing uh, is not necessarily the Google approach. It's figuring out what is breaking, mm-hmm. what's broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's just how my brain works. Is like, yeah. let me, let me define I gotta the problem. Solve this problem. I have to find yeah. the problem mm-hmm. before yeah, yeah, I go yeah. and solve it. And so I think that I, uh, I, I've kind of put myself to the challenge of uh, documenting problems and usually realizing it's not just my problem. Like the client team and mm-hmm. the BAs have this problem too. And then I've tried to facilitate internal conversations where we can all look at the problem together. And yeah. because we do, we are growing so much, it's this kind of wealth of knowledge where mm-hmm. you've got a lot of people who have experience so now it's like a curated opinion mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> on yeah. on yeah. some of these process approaches so i could be like here's what i've read about and I, what i think might work let's talk about what these things you've experienced and has worked in the past yep uh a lot of it you know I, and i don't know if it's just we feel very startupy where it's every every problem is a homegrown solution yeah of course <laughs> of course let's not pick something off of the shelf that would right. you know, solve that quickly yeah. let's make our own mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so uh totally realizing that you know there's processes out there oh, let's yeah. not go yeah. reinvent the wheel right you know let's not build our own jira <laughs> 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 although i've seen many people try that's right <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh yeah so a lot of it is for me is really figuring out what needs to be fixed mm-hmm. before I go and uh, apply a process to it. And I'm, I'm really just learning a lot. I feel like I've gotten more comfortable in the product ownership yeah. role, yeah. Um, you know, in the last few months. I've been at, at Pay It for a year and I took on the role about, you know, two months in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was a little bit figuring things out, but it was something I wanted to do. So it's kind of just figuring out I've kind of figured out what my flavor is. How does it work for you? Yeah. Right. And I think that any, whether you you buy completely into lean or scrum Mm -hmm. or agile Mm -hmm. or design thinking or whatever your principle or framework might be, you're going to, you're going to make it your own flavor, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit of this, a little little bit of that. that. Uh, Crema, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're literally Crema right now is working on creating our, what we would call the Crema framework or some, Mm -hmm. something that says, this is why we think the way that we do work works really well. Albeit, let's be honest, we begged, borrowed, and stealed from a, like a seven other frameworks, right? Because mm-hmm. um, that's just how you learn. Uh, one of the things that we do, and maybe something as as pay it grows, especially as you start to have more people with the same title, right? Um, so this is what we experienced, is that as we had more product teams come together, we wanted to create a space where 
you could do what you just described, which is come together as people that share a role, albeit maybe not work together on a daily basis, mm-hmm. um, and share war stories. And, you know, how, how, um, how can you get better at your craft together? And so we call those actually craft teams. Um, and that's been a really cool thing to watch the, the dev chats come together and mm-hmm. all the developers across all the teams get together and say, Hey, here's how we're using TypeScript and react today, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Um, or the designers get together and they say, here's what we're doing with the new sketch library, or mm-hmm. we're trying out Figma and it's kind of cool, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, or whatever that might be. Um, uh, that's been a really neat practice, albeit it's one that takes time, um, sure. out of the right. stuff done. Yeah. Um, you probably have to work to make, you to have keep to that going. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Um, so wrapping up, the kind of last question that we'd like to ask is what's something that as you're looking at either your role or your company or the industry, what's something you're getting excited about right now? Something I'm excited about. Um, I am excited about, um, you know, within our company, we have put some investment into creating tools mm-hmm. that we can use to onboard faster Think, you know, how rare is that? Every organization talks about we need a, we need something to make this job that we do easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and we put some investment into building those tools, and now they're live and they're working and it's paying off. And so what that means is that we can actually go out and start looking at some bigger bigger problems yeah, to good. solve. Mm-hmm. And and for us, that honestly means, uh, you know, where where are the major gaps and where. Uh, citizens aren't connecting with governments. Governments aren't connecting with citizens because it's something we all have to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, true. we're so looking true. to tackle um, some bigger challenges with greater ease. Mm-hmm. It's such a huge problem to solve. I mean, like it's, you guys are going after a, a, a big nut to crack. Yeah. I mean, that's it is. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And it's an interaction that everyone's going to experience. You, you have but, to. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you kind of have a little bit of a captive audience. So how can you make that experience <laughs> exactly. a little bit easier? Yeah. yeah. And we, we don't try not to let that go to our heads where we're just like, well, it doesn't matter because right. they have to. Like we want it to matter. We want them, we want them to come back. We want them to yeah. uh, remember us and tell people about it. Great. Well, uh, thank you, Amy, for joining us today. Um, I think there's such, so much goodness uh, from what you mm-hmm. shared both uh, and being a dual role, role mm-hmm. which I actually think is really smart. That designer and product owner coming together is a really neat combination. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you guys are, you're doing it right. You're growing in the right way and, and really focusing on building those uh, close collaborative teams. Yeah. So thank, thank you for your work. Sure. Yeah. And the work that Pay It does. It really is solving a, a big problem. Yeah, it's yeah, huge. Yeah. Great. Thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank awesome. you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Amy is really trying to do things the right way, um, both as her product role, product, excuse me, both in her product owner role and also as a product designer. And I think that's such a cool combination when someone can have influence both on the experience that a user's having, but also in making sure that it's aligning with the outcomes of an entire product team. Um, in her role in the product team, she can really influence the way that people are interacting with the government. And that, as we all know, is definitely needed. So I really enjoyed that conversation. I hope you did too. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love for you to just show us a little bit of love going over to your iTunes account, giving us a five-star rating or or as positive a rating as you feel like we deserve, and then re- leaving us a comment. We do read those comments and we appreciate them. And that actually is the best way for people to know that we exist. 
In addition, make sure that you share this with your coworkers, with your bosses, um, with those people that in your life that are really focusing on doing work better, because that's what we desire to do, is to show you a little bit of a glimpse into companies that we think are actually trying to do work better. If you want to learn more about this podcast, please check out crema.us slash podcast, where you can learn all about the other episodes and make sure that you subscribe on your favorite uh, platform, whether that's Spotify, iTunes. I'm a, I'm a pocket cast guy myself. So uh, make sure you get the subscription so you can see every Monday when a new episode comes in. As always, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you soon.